people of the world, people of the universe, all the universes that we have discovered and not discovered yet. Welcome back to my podcast. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a long while. I don't laugh at you. I laugh out of nervous and anxiety. <laughs> it's been a long time. I'm sorry I left you guys hanging. And I don't really, I feel like, <laughs> or it's been like a month since people come back on a YouTube podcast they have like this elaborate scheme or like story this whole fucking harry novel this harry potter as to why they left i really don't (laughs) honestly it's just been life life and trying to like keep up with school keep up with my other little projects i'm trying to volunteer now i'm trying to be a good samaritan get some good jesus points (laughs) as i like to call that so I've been doing that like once or twice a week or like once or twice every two weeks. And it's been having me feeling good, actually. It's been having me feeling good. It makes me, it helps me to like interact with more people, you know, because like most of the time I'm kind of just like, I kind of stick to just stay at home. Like, I don't know. It's kind of weird because like, to be honest, the more that quarantine goes on, the more I'm just not really as inclined to need to be outside as I used to be. Like, to be honest, I've always been the type of person where it's, like, I don't even really feel like going anywhere, but I feel like I have to, like, sort of be doing something. So, like, I'll, I'll go to hang out with a friend, or I'll go to do this, or I'll go to do that. And, like, I don't know. I've just been sort of more comfortable with just staying home sometimes. Staying home and, like, doing some research or studying my notes or reading, like, this latest book. I've been reading this book on, like, chakra healing or chakra. Is it chakra or chakra? Who gives a shit? I don't, <laughs> I don't know, but I know that, like, I've just been reading about them and, like, how, like, their chakras, like, how they sort of, like, align to different parts of your body and how, like, different, there are different things that, like, compose of it, like, your likes, your dislikes, and what pertains to that specific chakra, and it's, like, there are certain things that happen when that chakra is out of harmony, and there are certain things that happen when it's in harmony, and it's, like, it's just so interesting like really discover and look at so i've just been like doing notes on that doing my crystal work and just trying to keep afloat in some type of way a lot of people are coming back into my life you know like i never thought would i just spoke to my cousin the other day that i haven't spoken to in probably well like four or five years give or take and so it's just interesting like the more you kind of just focus on yourself the more that People, whether you kind of want them to come back or not, they kind of just show up. It's up to you to decide what you want to do from there. But today is going to be our regular spiel of topics, our regular spiel of introductions. I'm not really going to get into celebrity news that much, but there, is, there are one or two topics that I would like to sort of hit up on. And then, you know, the rest will just go with the flow. <laughs> the flow of the disarray of my mind. But I hope y'all guys have been well, and let's continue. All right, yo. So for, hmm, I didn't think about that. Our question of today is going to be, who do you sometimes compare yourself to? And I would say that comparing myself to people definitely contributed to my quarter life crisis in some type of way. If y'all don't, um, if y'all never, if y'all are new to the podcast or didn't listen to like, a couple of episodes that I had, I sort of had, like, a quarter-life crisis, like, I would say 
about three years ago. It was like right after I sort of had to drop out of computer engineering school because it was just like a lot of stress put on me at once and I had to like really just breathe for a second and think about what I wanted to do. So I kind of like just had my mom allowed me to just sort of work and figure things out until I decided to go back to school and it was a lot because I kind of felt like okay I'm 22 I'm 21 at this point and this is now my second major that I've tried and didn't wasn't able to complete and it kind of can get to you when you feel like you're a certain age and you should have like accomplished certain things by now and there seems to be always all these obstacles or like self-sabotaging that you do where you do have good opportunities and you sort of miss them because you procrastinate or you kind of are very indecisive about what you want in my case and so I find myself comparing to all these people who were like already working for their Fortune 500 company and was living in these fabulous apartments and had all these good friends that was making time to travel and actually be social. And it was just sort of hard because it didn't really help not really getting support from my parents either who reminded me that I kind of was like stagnant in life and I should have been graduated college and blah, blah, blah. So it was just a lot to sort of like sort of pull myself up and give that inner support and confidence and empowerment to myself when I couldn't get it from, you know, other people and remind myself that it doesn't really matter how many times you fall as long as you remember to get back up and learn from your past mistakes and some type of way and know that there is no race and the only person you you are actually competing with is yourself. No one else is looking at you. Everyone else is sort of focused on their own journey, their own path, the realization and ascension. So I have to learn that and know that I'm, listen, you can't please everyone. You can't fill up everyone's shoes and cups if your cup is empty, you know. And so you just have to have the confidence in yourself to know that you are worthy of success. And as long as you put in the determination and work, that things will work out and the universe will grant you what you're asking for because you're putting out that energy out there for you to receive these blessings and letting go of like these negative beliefs and you know perceptions and attitudes that make you feel like you're not in some type of way all right y'all next is celebrity news and as you know i don't give a crap (laughs) but you know there are two topics that just are interesting to me for different reasons so these stories you're pretty much familiar with the first one is about sweetie sweetie sorry i still don't know like is it sweetie sweetie i don't know i don't give a shit (laughs) so sweetie confirms split from quavo one of the three members of offset no is there a group amigos (laughs) you see how much i be caring I know there's Quavo, there's Offset, woo, and then there's um, Takeoff. I don't really know what Takeoff looks like. Like I feel like I have an idea, but it doesn't. It's not coming to me right now. But who? I don't. I don't think I even want. I think he's like the Michelle of the group. I, <laughs> anytime I think about <laughs> anything, I think about Takeoff. I just think about you, little bad booty. <laughs> Why do I have this show? Who gave me the platform? All right. So reading the article, rumors have been swirling for days about Sweetie and Quavo possibly breaking up. And it looks like Sweetie's maybe sending Quavo back to the streets. (laughs) I see what they did there. (laughs) 
as she confirmed that he is a, that she is a single woman. We covered that there could have been something going on between the two after Sweetie unfollowed Quavo on the gram on Wednesday. Because you fucking losers actually pay attention to that type of stuff. Y'all need to cure cancer. Do something else with your time and effort. Okay? <laughs> you know how many damn crimes would be solved if y'all use your inspector gadget as skills for something productive? <laughs> So Sweetie took to Twitter to let her fans know that their speculations were correct, and she is indeed single. I'm single, I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. Presents don't bandaid scars, and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. <laughs> and so... I emotionally checked out a long time ago, and we have walked away with a deep sense of peace and freedom, excited for this new chapter of Elevation. And I think Quavo said some future shit talking about, oh, I don't normally put my business on here, but since you want to make a show out of it, I'll be an actor. (laughs) And something about how he's disappointed in the woman that he thought she was or something I don't know some type of gaslighting shit (laughs) and I was just like I mean I don't doubt that he had actual feelings for her but it's like I don't understand why niggas think because they buy you a Birkin bag or the latest Rolls Royce it's okay for them to have whole sister wives like and I've always noticed that with a lot of guys it's like they swear up and down and I don't doubt that he loved her you know in some type of way she seems very sweet she seems very nice and funny but it's like guys always for some reason, have a problem with keeping their dick in their pants. <laughs> like, no matter how much they love you. And they think that, like, buying you flowers or buying you some girls is going to solve the problem. And, like, no. Like, I can be beautiful and like nice things, but have respect for myself and values and morals. <laughs> and know what I'm deserving of and more what, what I'm not deserving of. And, like, niggas like him don't surprise me that they can't be faithful. It don't surprise me. <laughs> One of those things we were disappointed but not surprised. You know what I mean? And I've never been in that type of situation where, like, I was cheated on and, like, we're constantly cheated on. I've been cheated on before. But it's, like, I've never been constantly cheated on. And, like, but I see it in, like, them old-ass TV shows and shit. Like, the guy, like, punches her in the face to the moon. (laughs) And then, like, buys her, like, some flowers or some shit the next day. Like, nothing happened. And I don't know, some girls, they're okay with that. They're okay with having an open relationship or whatever, letting the guy do whatever they want as long as they get, like, some type of material asset in return. But me, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I've stayed in a relationship before where, like, I knew I was being cheated on and the guy wanted more than one girlfriend. And I didn't even stay because he was giving me anything because he really didn't. (laughs) Like, I'm not being an asshole, but he never bought me anything. He never bought me any gifts. He never, like, bought me any flowers. He was never really that type of... I wouldn't say he was selfish, because, like, he did cook for me. He did always try to make me feel comfortable in some type of way, but he just never really thought outside the box or was very romantic. I feel like he never was used to having, like, a real girlfriend before that he had to, like, really put effort into or show be out of their way for like I feel like he only met bitches that they would just smoke in the house all day and that was it that was a fun day for them 
<laughs> and like I wanted more. I wanted to go out. I wanted to explore the world. I wanted romance. I wanted romance because that's what I had in my first relationship. And I'm not going to give up on that. And he couldn't meet the standards. So we had to go our separate ways. That's a little personal story about me. <laughs> you know, sometimes I have to give my own perception, my own two cents. But um, I'm happy for Sweetie. I'm glad that she knows what's best for herself and she knows that she can really have any nigga that she wants. I'm pretty sure her DMs are flooding like the damn Noah's Ark. And she doesn't need Quavo. <laughs> she don't need nobody. She's an independent girl and she had shit way before she met him. And so her like fucking take care response, I was like, Mwah, chef's kiss. Leave the dusty niggas in the dust. Two things that they could buy their way out of everything. I'm so sick of men. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> Every day, I just think of just fucking sewing my shit together. I'm like some saw type of stuff. Because I'm just so, I'm so tired of y'all. <laughs> just disgusting. I've been celibate for what? Like, I think like three months about to be four. It is the most amazing decision I ever made in my life. Let me tell you. Of course, we have our wants and needs and we take care of them. We're not going to get that personal. But... <laughs> It has literally been the best decision of my life. I have so much clarity. Like, I don't... I just realized that, like, I really don't... I feel like the only reason I was even talking to guys in the first place was to, like, you know, scratch some sort of itch. And now that I'm celibate, I'm just like, eh, I'm ready to take on the world. I'm ready to cure the cure COVID. What's next? <laughs> Let me cross some shit off my list. Because it's not really necessary, like... I feel like guys don't think that women know their value. I mean, of course, some do. But I feel like guys think that, like, girls don't know their value. Or because, like, they may come off as, like, sexual or whatever the case is. They think that, you know, we're promiscuous and we don't care about anything. But it's like, no. We have our standards. We have our values. And we know what we want in the end. No matter what image or aura we, you know, give off, supposedly. But I'm happy for her. I wish her the best. I'm pretty sure she'll find another cute nigga. <laughs> with some diamonds in like a month or two you know it is what it is and then let's see my next story is going to be oh god about Derek Jackson and um <laughs> I'm laughing <laughs> before the joke even comes um, all right. So as you know, I mean, I don't even really need to read an article for this per se, but basically Derek Jackson, you know, he's like a relationship guru. He's known for exposing y'all black Negroes and the hypocrisy that y'all live in our daily life when it comes to women and being narcissistic, being manipulative, being toxic. You know, he just exposes y'all. He just opens the fucking curtains. <laughs> At least that's what I we thought he was doing, you know? He was always sitting, I was wondering why the hell he was always sitting in his car. Like, he don't ever show us his house, his family, like, his hobbies. He's just always sitting in the fucking passenger seat. And I was just always so confused about, what, what is this? <laughs> what type of secret-ass double life is he living? But apparently, he got exposed for cheating on his wife. I didn't even know he was married. <laughs> I don't think anyone knew he was married. Or even had kids, for that type of matter. But apparently he's been married and he's been cheating on his wife for several years now since they were married. 
apparently he got i think like a according to what i got out of it like a, a phone call got leaked to like his side chick who's like a a surgeon or something or a doctor talking about how his wife don't know how to please him in bed and all she does is talk about jesus like that's all she talk about jesus 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 don't wear no pants only wears the ankleless of skirts <laughs> and you know i guess he was just tired of the boat of the fool fucking nigga tree <laughs> and she made some type of video with him and I was holding his hand and I was just like, girl, I can see like the faith and the ho- the hope that has, you know, just lost from your eyes. Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why are you doing this? I don't know. Apparently he got some book coming out or something. Maybe this is all, I don't know. Maybe this is all publicity for his book. This could all be a scheme set up by Todd and his assistants to come with the bullshit. <laughs> it could be, but I just... I don't know. So let me read you the article. Uh, let's see. Since social media, since social media's relationship guru Derek Jackson's marital life was busted wide open following an expose by blogger Tasha K. That's unwind with Tasha K. By the way, I love her down. She's so. I don't know. People have mixed feelings about her. I don't. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I feel like she's nice, and I want to drink some wine with her and talk about her life. But, you know, we'll see what happens. You have to speak things into existence. (laughs) So, you know, after he got exposed by her, Derek is keeping the door to his bedroom open by being transparent with his followers about his infidelity in his marriage. After coming clean and copping to cheating on his wife, Denia Jackson, which, like I said, didn't even know she existed, (laughs) and an updated address, the couple followed up by going live to address any additional questions about their relationship. He explained, I want to be clear, I'm not talking about just casually kicking it, maybe a lunch or something like that. I'm talking about something as serious as sex, sexual flirtation, and meeting up and those type of things. While on his live with his wife, Derek answered a question posed by the Shade Room asking him to address his hypocritical behavior of calling out Pastor John Gray, even though Derek was also unfaithful. And Derek also admitted that he and John are not different from each other, but he made it clear that he didn't approve of John trying to spin his infidelity as a good thing. Um... I don't know how I'm supposed to feel. I, if you can see me now, I'm literally just like scratching my head in what to say next. <laughs> um, I just have a lot of different opinions about this. Like I said, I don't really know much about Derek. I just know that he always gave like these relationship type videos, and he was he's, he was an attractive guy. He seemed attractive, and I think also that's why it was so easy for him to access all these different women. <laughs> And have, you know, just have, you know, because he's, even though he is dark-skinned, which is not necessarily deemed attractive by society, he was still attractive. He's attractive, he's tall, he puts on a good front, and I feel like he's honestly just being himself. I feel like the reason why he gives such good advice is because he's not hiding who he is. He knows that he's fucking trash bags. (laughs) And he's just giving you advice based on his own life experience. He just didn't think they were that honest. And so, 
it's like I kind of feel sorry for the wife, but at the same time, it's one of those things where like, if you don't divorce him in like a month or two, I'm not gonna care anymore. <laughs> I'm expecting papers to be filed with ink fresh off the, the the press. If you don't divorce him in like a month or two, you gonna look like a fool. I promise you, you gonna look like a fool. <laughs> Cause it's like you up here holding this man's hand. In a YouTube video about him talking about cheating on you. Why? Why? It's not because of God. It's not, Don't bring God into this. Don't bring Christianity into this. Because God would never allow something like this to happen. So don't even try and use, his, use him as an excuse. And it's like... I feel like I was watching like a lot of like reaction videos. And they were saying how... oh. You know, this proves that nice guys are liars and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't really think that. I feel like I have met some nice guys who do want, who did want a relationship and did want to only focus on me. They were just fucking weirdos. <laughs> they were just fucking weirdos and they were just too clingy or it was just annoying. But even like aside from that, I wouldn't say that this teaches you that nice guys are liars and you can never trust a nice guy they're just trying to get into your pants blah 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 I don't think so I think it's like I think it's a fact that like you shouldn't really be taking relationship advice from other people because you don't know what the hell they're going through or you don't know what type of because people only show you what they want you to believe you know what I mean so it's like it kind of shows you not to really be taking relation. Like, you could take relationship advice from people, but take it from with, like, a grain of salt, if that makes sense. <laughs> take it with a grain of salt because you don't know what they're going through. You don't know if they really are being honest to their word. And it's like... It kind of sucks. It kind of sucks because it's... These men can just tell you any sort of thing. They can just tell you any sort of thing. And karma comes for everyone. It doesn't matter the time or the place. Trust me. Learn from experience. Karma waits for no one. So it's like... I feel bad for the wife. I don't feel bad for him. And... The truth will be revealed. The truth, the truth has been revealed. The truth will be revealed. The truth has been revealed. And so... It's up to the wife to decide what she wants to do. She could stay or she should go. I'm not going to judge no one. I'm not going to judge anyone. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't tell you what I would do. That doesn't mean that you're going to do it. <laughs> that doesn't mean that you're going to do it. You know what I mean? And so, I just wish everyone the best in this situation. You know? And, like I said... Everything will happen and be revealed in due time, I suppose. Everything will be revealed in due time. And then lastly, Michael Rainey Jr., he's um the kid from Power. I'm not, I am I don't know what else to describe him as, the kid from Power. So he was sharing a video of an encounter with a police officer. Um, let's see. From you know he's from Power and he shared a video of his encounter with a police officer on I think Instagram, 
And in the video he shared on his Instagram story, viewers are able to clearly see the exchange as a seemingly non-uniform African-American male aggressively approached Michael's driver's side window with, a, with his hand on his gun. The officer quickly instructed Michael to give him his driver's license. Michael confirmed and replied, letting the officer know he was looking for his license without any hesitation. An unidentified man who was sitting in the passenger seat noticed his grip on the gun and asked him if he could remove his hand from the gun. This guy was about to shoot me, he said. I swear that camera saved my life. Look at what he does as soon as he looks into the lens. Someone please send his priest or whatever info you know. He continued the police power tripping as police officers need their badge taken away. Unlawful traffic stop. Didn't even pull me over. Didn't tell me what I was being pulled over for. He just came to the whip yelling and shit with his hand on his gun. This guy also said stop reaching while I look for my license. I guess he was looking for a reason to shoot me. Um... Like I said, officers, they don't make much money. They probably in very unhappy marriages. They get a little bit, they get a little bit of badge. And so they kind of feel like, well, I've never had power before. I've always been the outcast in my high schools. I've never had any, I was always the fucking loser. So let me use this advantage now to like, you know, hurt other innocent black people. And of course it has to be another black officer. Which is why I always kind of are hesitant when it comes to colored people joining the army or the police force. Because shit like this always happens. And, you know, this is why you need to know your rights. This is why you need to know your Miranda rights. You need to know the amendments. Because police officers will take advantage of you. And they feel like African Americans are dumb. And we don't know our rights or laws of protection. And it's like, no, this is what civil rights have fought for, so that we are able to roam the streets without living in fear. Like, for some reason, it's like, we've always had to live in fear. And we're not allowed to, like, have nice cars or, like, look a certain way because then we come off as a suspect. You know how many times, like, black people have walked to nice apartments and, like, a security officer will stop them being like, do you live here? Let me see your ID. Like, it's just like, it's really fucking ridiculous. And I'm just glad that there was, he was thinking ahead to record because otherwise who knows what would have happened think of Sarah Bl- Sandra Bland and all these people who were unlawfully pulled over and that was their last day and it just fucking sucks and I thought that like we kind of took a break from this especially after like the whole protesting thing but <sighs> I don't know we will see I'm just very happy for him. I'm glad that he knew his rights. I'm glad that he had someone with him. And we need to do better. We need to do better. I always say that we need to just fire all the fucking police officers in the world and just start over from scratch. But, you know, who am I? I'm just glad that he was okay. All right. Next part is going to be melanin goodness, where we discuss a few good things that us, you know, beautiful brown people are doing.